Welcome to House Common Blood, where strangers are family. Every episode may contain graphic content such as copious amounts of blood, unnecessary cursing, death of all ages, infantile to immortal, fantasy drug use, nudity, and perhaps mentions of sex, and sound effects of various qualities. We cannot stress enough that this is mature content with adult themes. You have been warned. I hope you're ready. We've got a big problem heading this way. I think it's time we uh, get out of here. When you say a big problem, what do you mean? The rambling madness of a Jabberwock? The Jabberwock enters the scene as it comes towards the center of this uh, spike growth and its eyes just begin to light a flame. I think Atticus is like raising his rifle to just try to end this thing but like as the babbling is doing that you can see like his eyes kind of like his pupils like dilating and and going small and he's just like kind of like doesn't even know how to handle it Atticus when you come back to grips of what's happening around you a majority of your allies are dead on the ground and they're gore uh, covering the claws of this Jabberwock Eddie paint the picture for me how do you feel (laughs) oh god (laughs) So, like, there's just, like, a flash cut of everybody struggling, dying against this Jabberwock, their minds being driven entirely insane, and then basically solves everybody's problems with one single attack as he sends an eddy blast at it and just reduces it, compresses it, until it all just becomes ash in the wind. Don't want to ruin the celebration, but Juliet informs me that there may be a problem in the basement. Before this all went down, this battle, the baby was having the, like trouble just looking like a baby, but now it seems like maintain its form better. And you're not sure if it's just because if it was all the death and misery that just occurred. How are you? It speaks. Leans his head back. Do babies normally talk this quick? I'd have to ask my mother. I don't know. Mother? Nope. 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 Mommy? Nope. Nope. Ned? Nope. It looks you straight in the eyes. And as you're holding it, it asks you, Why did you let the kids die? What did you say? Eddie just tilts his head at you. Happy birthday, Eddie. I love you. Ah, silly dude, it's your birthday, not mine. You feel a hand grab your ankle, and looking up, I'd say teenager, his neck is twisted, as it says. Hadakesh, why did you let me fall? What's wrong, buddy? Are you seeing something you'd like to forget? Your eyes travel maybe around the shoulder, then up to where you see hair. This hair, what... Why does this look familiar to you? Look as though you're staring at a mirror and it says to you, give it back. You're not me. Cannot give back what I can't give. Welcome to House Common Blood. I'm Gray, your DM and host, and I am dead on the inside. I'm joined by our fellow party members, John. Hey. 
I'm JD. I play Atticus Billingsley, the human adjacent ranger. And we're also joined by Mega. Hello, I am Mega, and I play Eddie, the bastard class uh, Triton Otter Boy. And finally, Seer. Hello, I play Seer, the you know Genasi artificer. I will also be currently controlling Aluya's character. So if you want me to do voices for them, no. Yeah. Hang on a second. You're right. I don't see Aluya here. John, you're in charge of locking her room. What happened? Mm, I mean, I locked the room. Okay. Mega, did you feed her? Did you change her feeding bowl? No, but I did give her a bowl. Seer, did you give her potty breaks? They have to go to the bathroom? Oh, oh no. Son of a bitch. Well, looks like we done goofed. Uh, Louia's not here today. Yeah, everybody knows that women can go through a portal after they've peed in a puddle. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I suppose that's how they work. Well, you know how like mirrors are like a reflection of the soul? Well, piss just happens to open up to portals to other dimensions. On that note, can anyone tell me what the hell happened last session? <laughs> We figured out what was going on, and we managed to escape the city, and all is good. No, uh, can uh, someone give me a more accurate retelling of what the hell happened last session? Uh, we significantly reduced the Velociraptor population. <laughs> right, you are. Also, apparently the legend of the Jabberwock has come to an end. Yes. But this wouldn't be the first time. I'm pretty sure that thing has been brought back multiple times, but through cinematic and flavor is all but ash. <laughs> oh, yeah. And my favorite part is just like Eddie, who has been largely not a part of that particular part of the fight, just walks in and uh, finishes it off for everybody else. Yep, yep. stealing the killing blow like a typical dick. <laughs> so, again, just to reiterate... Raptors are dead. Jabberwock is dead. Combat's over. Elves are a bit shell-shocked, say the least. And everyone is having... I would go so far to say auditory hallucinations of uh, uh, things in their past. Even uh, regrets in their life. Uh, elves and players alike. And I'm not even sure where I want to start. Um, we left off with Seer, but I kind of want to pick up with uh, Eddie going into the basement for John. And John... Who is this John? Atticus. Atticus Billingsley. Can you uh, paint the picture a little bit? I believe last time you were hanging from a roof. Is that correct? Yeah, and um, I think that one guy just tried to grab me, so I shot him in the head. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you shoot him in the head. Um, Do me a favor. And, uh, Mega, you are also walking towards the basement. Can both of you guys make me a Christmas saving throw? Uh, DC 16 or higher. Atticus, even though you're putting up a strong front in the face of a past regret showing its face to you, something stirs within you. It isn't joy that this slime usually feeds on. It's some other emotion. And I'll leave it up to you. If you so desire to tell us what you, uh, your character feels. But whatever it is, it's being eaten away by the slime as it is starving. The thing is, though, the memory you're trying to 
bring up Atticus I don't think really feels much about it like he doesn't feel remorse for it or anything he just <laughs> so I guess it eats at his indifference and enlighten us with a memory let me go so far as to say that like what what is a memory that would uh, stir Atticus I mean it didn't even I guess uh, he, Atticus would see a, a human woman that basically is just like looking at him like he let her down but it's a specific woman. Yeah. That would make him feel regret. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, I I can easily go along with that. Like, I, I want to say, like, as you get onto the ceiling, you do see this woman, then her again as she climbs on top of herself, then another one as she climbs on top of herself as they basically try to make a tower of themselves reaching for you on the ceiling. But again... They can't quite touch you. You're out of reach. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, but yes, like, uh, what is Juliet doing at this moment? She's still, mm-hmm. um, well, I guess, no, she grabbed the one guy and brought him mm-hmm. to safety. Um, yes, and that was uh, Samuel, if memory serves me right. Um, I'm going to say this is the moment where uh, Eddie comes down, and Eddie, as you're uh, coming down the steps, it's like a haze of smoke in front of your eyes like you're meant to see something but in typical eddie fashion you uh walk past it i'm guessing that the 1d4 is taken away from charisma or something right yes take it away from your charisma please write down what your original score was Mm -hmm. uh make a paint the picture for me as you're walking down the stairs and uh you see the situation in front of you this bubbling mess of black slime with uh, uh, forms of the recently fallen. Eddie, just like uh, walking down, seeing all of this, looking down at his vape pen. Nope, haven't used it yet. Looks up at Atticus. Oh, hey, Atticus. Are you like just hanging around? Yes, I'm uh, hanging from up here. Um, <clears throat> we've got another leak in the basement. And it looks like it'll take a lot of dogs to fix. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, if you, eventually if you just bring in enough dogs, they'll just eat everything. <laughs> but in all seriousness, like, uh, well, maybe not necessarily seriousness. Uh, Eddie just like looks up, looks down again, looks back up. I mean, like, I guess I could get some janitors. I don't think they would last long enough to clean anything up. Uh, but it may be time we find a new place to live. What is the game plan for you two? Like, the basement is flooding. The Biku is being swarmed by the slime as it's tied up. He's under the impression that he will live, even if something were to happen to him. But, uh... Yeah, you guys are stuck in the purple district at the moment. Uh, what do you guys plan to do? So, like, where do we go? Well, we need to find somewhere to wait out the night and recover. Maybe one of these other houses is less dirty. I mean, like, I wouldn't say this place is dirty, but it is pretty gooey and slimy. Yeah, as you uh, say that, uh... I kind of want to imagine if you touched a rail or touched a wall at all, it feels like the house is melting. And the moment you take your hand away from it is just a, you know, 
Jurassic Park goo coming from uh, your hand to uh, whatever you're touching. It feels as though this place is falling apart. And like, I guess I'll tell Seer what we're doing then. Okay. Um, as you, like, I assume you're walking away. Um, as you're walking away, much like Atticus from, like, the pool of water, like, there's a moment where you can't move your feet. As you also have hands around your ankle, but they don't speak to you. It is of a, I would say, a young Triton boy, both of them, as they just hold you and look into your eyes. If you make a uh, wisdom saving throw, you can easily break the illusion. Very small. 11. Yeah, that it's not a strong DC. <laughs> it, was, it was a straight 10. Like, you easily just break through this illusion of your mind. Well, I wouldn't say illusion of your mind, but what it's trying to grip at. And you tear your feet away, and it. both of the boys just quietly say, Eddie? 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 And they try to follow you as far as they can, but much like Atticus, they can only go so far from the pool. I'm really popular today. <laughs> um, Atticus, if you have uh, nothing else, uh, are you also following Eddie? Um, um, I'm still trying to decide what to do with the Ubiku guy. Do you want me to come back to you? Yeah, you can come back to me. Uh, Mega, um, uh, I'm going to paint the picture saying Seer. Well, actually, I want to hear uh, Seer's initial state. Like, it's just a woman just saying give it back like and we heard your final words of can't get back what you can't give what does seer look like in this moment when eddie is approaching you i mean i would say eddie is looking at seer who is out of their you know the sky self since they revealed themselves before mm-hmm. to you know one of the non-scarlet you know elf hansons that are now Elf Hansen now. What they will see is they, they see Seer with this person who is freaking the fuck out. Hmm. Holding their hands, but they're kind of looking very, like, muted. No. No, Toby. As they kind of look towards this person, kind of, like, trying to help them. But it seems like they're kind of looking through that person. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, but they're, like, holding on to the hands. And they're not, like, seeming stressed. They seem just more acceptant of the situation hmm. okay eddie paint the picture just like uh walking in seeing i guess kind of like a mess <laughs> so eddie tilts his head uh looks at seer blinks and responds hey little dude like your makeup's running do i hear that at all um gray hmm. yeah you hear it but the question is do you even focus on it as this man appears like a woman to you, and it's just louder and louder in your ears of, Give it back. Give it back. It's not yours. Give it back. Seer will stand up because they already assume that something's off. Can't hide. You can't run. I'll find you. Give it back. And then they'll turn towards the voice and be like, You already know I can't wear makeup. It's would melt. <laughs> so I feel we might be having an issue in this building right now, though. 
seems possibly that people are under a strange effect that just make them see things. Have you been feeling any of that whatsoever? Well, there is, like, some weird stuff happening in the basement. Oh, by the way, it's like uh, the baby's talking. Isn't that great? (laughs) Before you respond to that, I want to say since your investigation is so high, uh, passively, us here, I I do need to say that uh, mentioning that this place isn't safe and taking a look around the Purple District, or... (laughs) Yes, the purple district that no longer looks purple. All the buildings look a little bit more black. And looking around at, like, uh, the cobblestone streets, the walls around you, everything feels like it's melting. Do you think it, um, do you think it would be illogical for Seer to theorize that it's very possible that since this place is not being fed a constant supply of a specific energy, that it is falling apart? It is absolutely within your realm of reasoning. I All the information I tell everyone can be assumed that's being shared around when it comes to the events, and if you as a player think that, then go with it. It seems that if we do stay here, I don't know if we could stay in the building itself for whatever brought it life that's making it fall apart did a lack of sustenance, most we would say. But it does mean one thing, is that not many things can cross this area, so I would say we need to, we would need to reconvene outside of the building. It does make me worry about one thing, though. If that is how this area functions, how do the other areas function? What makes them be fed? Because I already assume it's emotions. I have a theory on the Red District, specifically, but for others, I do not know. Yeah. Um... Uh, just to, uh, as a reminder, because I know, like, I kind of interrupted. Um, Eddie did mention the baby is talking now. <laughs> I'm about to get to that. That's why I, was, I just want to make sure that thought was heard. And then Sears, like, after going through that thought, it's like, wait, what? What did you say? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, it's like, it's like, what, isn't that normal? After a couple hours, they start walking and talking. Are you, are you? Are you serious? Just blinks. <laughs> no. No. They... What did the child say to you? Well, they, like, told me happy birthday, but it's not my birthday. It's their birthday, right? That's why I was asking, why is that important for them to say to you? I don't know. Did Did anyone else notice anything else? I I do want to say, like, Seer, I also would like for you to make a perception check at that. Not an insight, a perception. I'm great at those. Thirteen. Thirteen? I can't tell you specifically, and I, even with another check, I, I, I don't know, actually I wouldn't allow another check. Um, all I can say is Eddie, the Echo Knight, is acting strangely when Mega said that. Nothing, like, uh, his behavior isn't too abnormal of Eddie. It's just very strange the way he stares at uh, Eddie. Seer will take a mental note for now because they don't want to rock the boat. Don't rock the boat, baby. But they will, like, keep an eye out going, like, when after they were told that certain things happen, why is Eddie the quiet one that seemed to be, like, very obedient to Eddie? God, that'll hurt your brain if you don't know which Eddie I'm talking about. 
I know. That hurt my it's head. It's almost after. like that. It's almost like that was the point. It, that's what really just pissed me off. The first session we had, I was just listening back to it. I was like, if someone's listening to this for the first time, they don't have a fucking idea what we're talking about. Basically, how are they reacting since they were pretty muted and they just responded very like solemnly, mm. not very often. So mm. them to have a reaction means something's going on. Mm. Yeah, there's been just a lot of strange occurrences as of late. I think as of specifically today and yesterday, it's just been a lot of strange behavior from Eddie. But again, you never know. You've only known Eddie for uh, the travel to get here. Yeah, about two months. And uh, they got of the month and two weeks you've known about uh, or you've been introduced to Eddie. So I'd say it's a fair assumption that you can uh, see the differences. Uh but no, we have a, a Luya listening to us. Someone someone went back to her bedroom. Um, please remember, Mega, to feed Aluya. That is very important. Atticus locked the door. And Seer, yes, she does need potty breaks. So uh, <laughs> when I lock it, am I supposed to like, close it too? Because I may have forgot to do that part. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, we like that fun here. I'm sorry, I'm getting sidetracked by a lot of things. Uh, explaining a little bit of the background, talking shit about Aluya. Um, where were we? Um, Seer, you were uh, talking about the baby. So, just so I am not wrong, the baby just speaks and knows how to say happy birthday to you in particular. Did they say only that? What did they say to Aluya? I didn't hear anything they said to, to Aluya, but like... Aluya kept telling me that it was saying something. Really weird, bruh. Can you describe to me what you see right now around me? Well, I see you getting, like, really friendly with an elf. Should, should I leave you two alone? No, I'm trying to fix any wounds and things, and I was trying to help them relax. Problem is, well, I'm in a situation where I cannot relax. No, not like that. Don't think of it like that. But regardless... I was trying to aid and fix wounds. I can leave them be if they're not going to harm. Um, yeah, I would say at this point, like, you were seeing that people are gradually devolving into, yeah, like, uh, hallucinatory, uh, 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 psychotic breakdowns is a better way of putting it. Like, a couple more people are going through psychotic breakdowns through these, like, hallucinations. Like, you hear... Obviously, the one in the corner seeing Toby, his friend who died in combat, just saying, Toby, I didn't mean to let you die. And you probably see a elf Hansen uh, woman just going, not dead. You're still with us. C- come back. Come back. And she's like holding like the corpse of like another elf. And finally, you see the graveborn elf Hansen just going around like, you know, cocking her head a little bit as it doesn't seem like she's going through the same thing as everybody else. Maybe she's helping people out, like, trying to reassure them, like, oh, no, she's gone, she's gone, or going up to uh, the guy in the corner just going, Toby's no longer with us. Calm down. He, he's gone. And uh, things of those natures. Like, I'm assuming throughout, like, uh, this isn't happening right now i'm gonna say that this was happening during your conversation with eddie 
But uh, yeah, that is something you can notice, is that it appears the Greatborn is not affected by this. Strange. It could be that there are many things that have immunities to such effects. Here's what we'll need to do. We're going to take everybody out of the building, and then we're going to have to, you know, reconvene outside. Yeah, people are already starting to loot the place. (laughs) At that moment, you do hear uh, Seer, the room where you had your uh, little uh, medicine. You hear a bit of a rustle, a bit of a slam, a bit of a cabinet falling. What do you do? Damn, I gotta go in there. Seer's going to, like, rush quickly over there because they're like, I don't want my good work to disappear. Yeah. As you're rushing along, you get in, you look around, it's still there. You look to the side, and you see a birdcage on the ground. And with the cloth over it, you just hear it rustling, you hear it banging, you just hear something within the cage moving around. And it seems like it's scared as well. (laughs) Seer will first pick up the medicine they built so that they could fix a lot of people. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they will go approach the cage, ushering Eddie to be like, will you bring the child from upstairs down? Because I have a test, but I need to assess what's going on here. I mean, like, just the baby? Or, like, should I bring both of them? I would bring both of them. I just... Yeah, bring both. Okay. Yeah, that happens. Um, Well, actually, I kind of want to split the scene on that a little bit. Um, But first, uh, Seer, just to focus on you a little bit longer... Uh, what do you do with the cage? Obviously, I pick it up. Yeah, you pick it up, and you feel it bumping. You feel it, uh, swaying, like, much more than you just picking it up. It seems what whatever is in there wants to leave. I open the cage. Oh, not open the cage, but open what's to see it. Okay, yeah. so you lift the cloth, and you get a bit of deja vu as you see a Dracula falcon. And instead of having, uh, well, I shouldn't say Dracula Falcon, a Dracula Parrot. And instead of the regular coloring of black and red, you see that it has blue feathers. And etched within these blue feathers is waves, kind of like water. And it is just gnawing with its beak on the bars of the cage, just screeching at you. I'm guessing they were all connected. Ed starts to carry the cage and their equipment outside. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sees if the bird's reaction starts to calm down after it gets outside the building. It seems freaked out to be anywhere in the Purple District. It is much like uh, an animal before a uh, tsunami or an earthquake. Like, uh, it is just going crazy. It wants to leave any way possible, but it's trapped. Seer wanting to be nice would want to release it, but they will not, for it is strange to find a bird like this around. Mm-hmm. You mind explaining me why you have a fascination with this bird at all? Well, besides the fact that Seer held dealt one dealt with one before, only one that was made of fire. Mm-hmm. This one is similar, except they resemble water. Mm-hmm. Which means that there is a form of connection that's being passed back and forth. So there's messengers, like the last one before. So this might be another messenger. 
Which makes me wonder how much this apothecary was really deep down the hole. Or you mean Samuel, because you did find this in the manor. Samuel too. Yeah, Samuel. Which means I will send Rascal to be like, I think it might be wise to let Atticus know that we might need to take Samuel further with us. All right. Let's uh, shift. Uh, Atticus, you feel like you're ready? Yeah. Can I do a quick perception check to see if there's any way that I can um, get this guy out or maybe like restrain him in a different way so I can get him out of the basement without touching the goo? Um, I... Don't even think a check's necessary. A method off the top of my head is uh, using uh, Juliet. Like, uh, she's capable of uh, breathing fire or, well, even with her, like, jaws alone. Like, she can eat through rope or at least bite through rope, I should say. Yeah, I meant more of, like, another way. So, like, if there's, this is kind of a, a jailhouse. So, like, if there's, you know, manacles or anything that we can restrain him after I cut the okay. ropes. Yeah, absolutely. There is uh, manacles about. Like, you can easily find that, but obviously if you... Yeah, that's the tricky part. I see what you're saying. Is if you cut him loose, he's going to try to escape, so you want to quickly restrain him. Or do you want to try to work out a way to restrain him before you release him from the rope? Yeah, if I can figure out a way to restrain him before I release him. Okay. Yeah, like, uh, as Moose suggesting, knocking him out is an option. With the way that you have him tied up, his arms are way too far away for, like, uh, these, like, uh, sh- I should say shackles rather than just straight manacles. It's not mounted to a wall. These uh, shackles that connect to one another, like, uh, it just can't go to that, like, full, like, wingspan that you have him tied at, uh, tied up. All right, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll knock him out. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll just dangle above him and then take my rifle and just... Smack him in the head. Yeah, no no rolls necessary. Like, he's tied up. You have him in your control. You can easily just hit him with the butt of your gun. He knocks out. You're able to restrain him. If you want, you can try to take him out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Juliet, fly, pick him up, and then fly out. Okay. So you have Samuel, and you have uh, the Biku. But this water keeps following you. Like, it's... It's not even equally distributed across the room anymore. It's like a amorphous blob as it inches closer and crawls towards you with the forms of raptors forming, dissipating, elven uh, swordsmen, archers. I imagine I'm still swinging my torch at it whenever it comes near me. And as you swing the torch, you see far in the back that begins to form a very horrifying visage of a jabberwock. I'm going to yell out, like, uh, we need to leave uh, now. <laughs> Good reaction. <laughs> yes. Um, again, we're not going to do chase. We're not going to, like, roll initiative or anything like that. I can easily say that you and Juliet, like, dragged the Biku and Samuel, like, up the stairs. And this blob just keeps like trying to push itself out try to go up the stairs but it can't quite reach you after a certain point like it's rooted at the basement but i'm gonna lock the door behind me yep and as you lock the door uh you hear like clumps of uh the ceiling down on the uh, uh stairwell leading downward just keep dropping to the ground with a uh, rubber like thud all right grab your things it's time to go <laughs> 
Yes, you're dragging them. Uh, Mega, let's focus on you for a second. You go up, uh, go upstairs. You go towards uh, the mother and child, and ch the baby is still within the mother's hands, and she just looks down at the baby. Um, anyone ever play uh, Persona Five? Been a little bit. Yeah. yeah. See. Uh, for uh, the audience, I should say, like uh, it looks like the Sayuri uh, from uh, uh, Persona Five, but just to show everyone in chat. That's kind of like uh, the form that she takes. Just a typical cradle, like a meaningful look. Like this is the most emotion you've seen from this woman. Just a strange expression on her face as she stares at her baby. It's like, hey, looks like we're like leaving and all. You, you gave birth like a few hours ago, but I think you'll be okay. As uh, <laughs> just uh, like uh, goes over and... I guess does his best to like uh, help her out of the bed and kind of like lead her because I don't want to attempt to try actually carrying her. Okay. Uh, you try to move her, but she remains still. Can you make me an investigation check? Only a four. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, Eddie, as you're trying to move her, she is like a brick house. She will not move. And you don't know why. Like, uh, just to save a bit of time, like, no matter how you try to physically move her, no matter what you say, she just does not move. Ah, that's real weird. Mm -hmm. uh, Sierra, you get a message in your head. So it's like, hey, little dude, she, like, won't move anywhere. She's too heavy. Can you see any connections to the house and stuff like that? I say this because last time when she was trapped... She was encased or a part of, you could say, the home itself when we were leaving. Do you see anything of that? Um, just to, again, like, uh, because of Seer's passive investigation with it being so high, like, uh, Seer, you know that the room is directly above you, and, uh, where this woman is sitting, or, yeah, where she is sitting... Uh, correlates with the ceiling as you see like strands of black slime that are, have been stretched out like roots as it goes across the ceiling along the wall down to the basement either that or message end since there's not enough for six seconds <laughs> that's that's fine keep it going <laughs> yeah um it could also be that they and I hate to say this Eddie but they're being consumed or assimilated to something much larger. Mm -hmm. So, like, what do I, like, do about it? I don't want to say it, but I think we might have to leave them if it's already too late. Eddie? You hear the baby say, looking at you, and it opens up its arms like it wants a hug. It's like, ah, oh, sure, come up, little dude. And I guess uh, picks them up. <laughs> well, again, within her arms, you try to grab the baby. And the baby, too, does not move. But it giggles when you touch it. Huh. Come on. Eh. <laughs> eh. <laughs> eh. <laughs> this is, like, getting annoying. No. Uh, what's the course of action? Like, Atticus, you got the Biku and uh, Samuel. You're dragging them out. Seer, I assume you're evacuating the elves. Mega, you have a woman that is literally rooted in the ground holding her child. And he just thinks on it for a moment. Oh, I got it. If I get rid of the bed underneath. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Let me just...
pull up a few things. Uh, go on. <laughs> just like, just like, uh, looks over at Eddie. Like, all right, hear me out. Let's, what if we like destroy the bed? And if the bed isn't there, then they can move, right? By logic like that, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all right. In which case, he'll just see if he can. Uh... Let's see what. Let's see what an Eddie blast does to the bed. <laughs> does a blast towards the root? It goes down uh, cell style from uh, Dragon Ball Z, like it's eating something. And we cut towards the staircase of a Jabberwock squeezing up, and it's able to reach closer to the uh, door. But yes, that's uh, what occurs. It doesn't break off. It feeds off of uh, your blast. It sends another message to Seer. Okay, so like, the bed didn't do anything. I might have to do it the hard way. Um, can you tell me what you're planning to do? Yeah, keep in mind, uh, after that blast, uh, the bed is melting a lot more, and you see the walls around you becoming increasingly slime-like. Again, important note I should point out there. Well, like, if one of Eddie's, like, smoky blasts can't do anything, I'm just gonna see what happens if I just beat it with my stick. Unzip pants. (laughs) Okay, what the fuck are you gonna do, Eddie? Well, as Eddie's just gonna see if, like, uh, if maybe he can, like, just destroy the parts around it. Okay. (laughs) Although, actually... Well, what actually winds up happening, though, is that, like, uh, I, I imagine that, like, because of how these, how these mechanics work, it's, it's funny how this, uh, how this goes. But basically, even though he's kind of, like, holding the stick, like, uh, Smokey Eddie has a very identical stick and just starts, like, beating the <laughs> uh, slime around the baby and mother. Oh, God. Okay, um, let's see. What kind of check do I want to do with that? Um, feels like an endurance test. You're gonna do it. Um, at, I want to say athletics, but I, I could go. Um, I, I feel like the only skill that fits is athletics. Like I, I unless you can petition for something else. Like I, I don't feel like acrobatics fits. I don't feel like sleight of hand fit, uh, fits. Well, he's um, trying to persuade the bed to fall apart. <laughs> I don't feel like this persuasion either. Um, <laughs> give me an athletics roll. Uh, natural 20 with a 21 total. Holy shit. Uh, you, you get what you want. Just, uh, paint the picture for me. Cause you're using a physical action. You're not using magic. You're not feeding the monster anymore. Like, uh, paint the picture for me. I imagine that like, uh, like even though like Eddie kind of like gave like a very, uh, uh, generic command, Smokey Eddie knows how to take a hammer situation and make it a, uh, uh, a scalpel situation. <laughs> mm. So I imagine that uh, Smokey Eddie just like uh, takes the form, of, like uh, in their hands, like takes the form of the staff and just like makes a few like uh, adjustments looking about the bed and just like raises the smoky version of its staff and mm. makes a very precise blow in the exact place where it needs to. <laughs> okay. Yes. Now, you're, you're able to chisel it out, and I'm not going to do double jeopardy. I'm not going to make you roll again, but I'm going to say the finishing part to this where you're going to have to make a decision. After you chisel this uh, woman 
and her baby out of the bed. There is still those roots from her feet that go into the ground. What do you do about these roots? And you don't need to check. I just want to hear. Yeah, I just want to hear what you do. (laughs) I mean, honestly, because of uh, Eddie's experience with plants, generally speaking, you can't take a plant out of the ground unless you sever the root. Mm -hmm. Actually, yeah, like really paint this like how does the drug dealer like cut the root tell me in great detail <laughs> yeah just like uh yeah, just like uh looking at it, it's just like yep those are in pretty deep eddie mind giving them a lift and then so smoky eddie just like like it just like erases them just a little bit and then it's like uh yep just pulls out a knife and well i say knife but dagger and just like well and just like uh, gives like a kind of like a grips by the hand of it, and just like uh, just like uh, cuts the root from the bottom. Mm. I'm not sure how actually thick these are. He might have like picked something bigger. If uh. mm-hmm. everyone make me a dexterity saving throw, nineteen from Seer, seventeen from Atticus. Eddie gets eight. Eddie, the moment your blade goes to this connection, the moment it fully severs the root. You feel, and you can see, the whole house shake. Looking around in the district, it's like there is an earthquake. You fall prone. Atticus, dear, you see the same thing. Looking around you, you see like maybe one of the buildings in the distance crumbles. You hear a deafening roar. It's almost inhuman. It is... Yeah, imagine an alien screaming as it dies. That is the kind of sensation that comes across your ears. This is not something mortal ears should hear. Has anyone seen the movie Monster House? Yeah, I saw that when it came out. Yep, there you go then. Um, Imagine that. Like, uh, Eddie, the layout of your room has changed. Could have sworn that the door was behind you. Now it's in front of you? Must got turned around. Atticus, as you're dragging these people down the hallway, your back hits a wall. Seer, as you evacuate these people from the house. Actually, Seer, do you like odds or evens? Uh, I am an odd girl. Okay, make me that roll. And you said you're an odd? I'm an odd girl. Remember the elf that was complaining, or not complaining, in shock of Toby, like seeing him? Yeah. He's the last person you're escorting out. And I feel like maybe you have his hand as you're guiding him. And you walk him through the entrance. And your body is taken aback as as you're holding this hand. You feel a ton of weight in your hand. Like you're almost dragged to the ground. Just like, what the hell? There's a lot more weight. You look back and you see the upper torso of the elf. You're escorting as it has become separated from his body, walking through the door as it shifted. I imagine everybody that is there is in shock as they suddenly see a companion just get ripped in half. Oh, yeah. Again, Seer, since you're outside, the layout of the city has changed. Houses are not where, where they should be. Like, there are streets where there are never streets. And... You feel, yeah, I'd say it. Everyone probably feels it. You feel 
murderous intent in the air, like a predator that has cornered prey. Eddie? No, I kind of want to focus on Atticus for a second. Eddie, we're going to save you for a little bit. Atticus, your back hits the wall. You swear to God, that's where the exit was. In fact, you vividly remember a huge opening where the doors should be. There shouldn't have been a wall. This is a corridor. This is the main way out. Yes. And again, I'm not going to make a lot of lines on the map. Just say that you're probably falling behind and you see like the lower half of an elf separated from his body. Um, I'm pissed off. Uh, what, what can I look around and see where the exit is now? Hmm. Or at least like some of the holes that we made or like dark to those. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you don't see any... Yeah, I wouldn't even say you see damage anymore. Like, everything is becoming more slime-like, like like you're in the belly of a beast. Um, Looking around, you only see one corridor, and it is to your left. So when you say... So this isn't the first time Atticus has been in the belly of a beast. Uh, And last time he was here, he cut his way out. Does it look more like slime or more like stone? Slime. So I think I'm going to probe the walls and just stick my sword in and try to cut through it. Okay. You begin to cut through it. Um, yeah, you, uh, you as well make me an th- athletics check. 14. 14. You, so are you making, I should ask, um, are you making a doorway? Or are you purposely damaging it? Like, uh, what is your plan? Uh, um, he's right now he's just kind of testing so he's like probing to see if he can cut his way out so he's just like seeing if it's possible yeah you can stick your sword through it shouldn't have a problem cutting your way out make a hole well, can I roll an insight check on you when you say that I would like to incite the DM <laughs> can I also incite yeah. the DM <laughs> yeah make a hole go right ahead uh, remind me what's your health at again 38 Okay, thank you. But Juliet is at 40. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to tell Juliet to dig and have her try to dig through it. Okay. Um, have Juliet make me a dexterity saving throw. Nine. Uh, make me a roll. Make me a 15 uh, D, uh, D4. A 15 D4? 15 D4. Um, I see that space. <laughs> 15 space D4, huh? 37. Um, you see as she digs through it, like a mimic, you see it open its mouth and bite down on uh, Juliet's head. And just like a dog, you hear her whimper as she's struggling to get her head out and is just ripping through her neck, nearly serrating and decapitating her. Nearly. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> de- I'm gonna cause her to disappear just because that's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I'll resummon her. Okay, you do so. And then, um, we'll go down the other pathway. (laughs) Okay. You begin to walk down the hallway. And let's move back to Eddie. Eddie, you got her free. Um, the door is in front of you when it should have been behind you. What do you do? Uh, must have got turned around when I fell down. Mm Mm-hmm. Must have. (laughs) Uh, which case, uh... It's like he's going to like uh, go over uh, to uh, the mother and baby. It's just like, well, time to leave now. Hey, Eddie, can you open the door for me? And mm-hmm. a, la, a la mage hand 
version of this like uh wanders over and like uh opens the doorway yeah you open the door no issues and i guess with that uh eddie leads everyone outside Mm, we'll get there so you go outside the door and what you should see is an imperial staircase that goes to the first floor much like atticus you see a hallway what's strange is the architecture doesn't match what it should like you look left you look right and not only is the door at a really weird angle like uh i should say like imagine the hallway's diagonal when you open the door it's almost like you're seeing like part of the wall like it is still horizontal the walls are now diagonal clipping into the door at a weird angle and your first thought is, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I don't remember looking, you know, forward and back, looking down the hallway. Usually it's left to right. You look out and you see that the hallway leading north goes at an incline to the point where it's ramp-like going straight to the ceiling. While looking south, you see that it is also ramp-like with its incline as it goes downwards till it's almost a pit. Well, I already double-checked and I didn't smoke anything before now, so that can't be it. It's like, uh, so like the, uh, the slope leads down to what appears to be a pit, but like, uh, the slope upward, does that seem to be leading anywhere? Or is it just ramming into the ceiling? There's a door on the ceiling. Uh, hey, Eddie, can you open that door? I want to hmm. see where it goes. Hmm, okay. You open up the door, and at this point, I should say, Atticus, as you're going down the hallway, you see a door open up at the end of the hallway. And looking down, it this weird optical illusion, like you see a wall, maybe, beyond the door? Um, is that the only thing in this hallway? Yeah, just another door. Hmm. All right, I guess I'm going to walk up and see if there is a wall there, if it is something else. You get closer, and it's it's really fucking with your mind. You get closer, and it looks like the wall gradually descends as you get closer and closer until you come at an angle where you see Eddie. This is really trippy. Eddie, you should be on the second floor. You're looking up where there shouldn't be anything but open air. You look up, and you see Atticus, who is on the first floor. And it seems like... Uh, what's that painting with uh, the staircases? It is it's much like that is what the architecture is uh, coming to. Um, Eddie, did you slip anything into my water? Nah, I wouldn't do that. You know, consent and all that. Uh, Alright. Um. Uh, although, follow-up question. Did you slip anything into mine? <laughs> no, it seems there's some fuckery about here. Yeah. As you say that, like, uh, Eddie, you begin to cough a little bit. Atticus, um, remind me, does uh, Atticus need to breathe? He does not. Eddie, it's getting getting a little harder to breathe. This this is not the smoke you're into. Yeah, you think his his lungs would be like, you know, like, almost like steel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a difference between, oh yeah, I smoke a lot of weed versus this is really not good for me. Holy fuck. Well, but actually, probably his lungs aren't doing so well if he's smoking all the time. 
That's not, that's not usually how it works, is uh, I smoke a lot of cigarettes and I get super lungs. <laughs> but yes, like, it, it's just, yeah, the air is tasting weird. It's not comfortable. It's acidic. Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably, <clears throat> like, is the door outside up there? I think maybe, like, we should probably go <clears throat> out it. I couldn't find the exit up here, but is there any way out there? It seems like there was only one direction and it led me here. Well, there's always a hole we can try. And you hear a burbling behind you, Mega. Almost like a maddening babble. Atticus, as you say, look, like, there's only one way. This is the corridor. You look back and again, the architecture has changed where the hallway extends even further and further down. What about in the other direction? You see, it's like a clogged toilet. You just see it begin to fill, and the black slime-like water begins to raise. And I think at that moment, you see like a buggy eye, like the eye of a fly, begin to raise along with the form of a very thin dragon with buck teeth. I just have to say, I feel very sorry for your plumber. <laughs> That's what you think a clogged toilet looks like. A lot of Taco Bell really fucks up a toilet, buddy. I'm not kidding. I have to call a plumber every other day. But yes. <laughs> so is that like is that the direction I came from, or is that the direction that I was heading towards? Heading towards. That is behind Eddie. What about the direction I came from? Has anything changed that way? The corridor just seems to stretch on a little farther than your eye can see, which is saying a lot. Yeah, my passive is 20. <laughs> well, it's not even that, like, you know, you can see, well, well, how far can an eye truly see? Like, it's impossibly long, like horizon long. Uh, Eddie, there's, and this is behind Eddie, this horrible toilet monster. Yes. Um, Eddie, I think we need to go this way, and quickly. Uh, well, alright. I suppose we can try another hole together sometime later. Okay. As he just uh, <laughs> leads the mother and, and child through the door where Atticus is. Um, so, uh, here outside of the house, you see the, like, how would I even describe this? Um, it takes on a darker shade of black it starts to lose texture and begins to beat like a heart uh, during this time what what is seer doing um how is the property looking property is also looking bleak it's like people uh, someone is pouring ink over the landscape damn kind of like looking about just seeing all this go like it's the entire area looks to the bird and goes like i think i understand why you're panicking Mm-hmm. <laughs> so finally let going of the half-dead man's corpse hand. Yep. We'll have to tell the Scarlet Elf Hansons and the remaining male elves be like, I think we'll need to leave really quickly, but my companions are stuck in the building. I'm not going to force you to stay. Your lives are at risk if you stay here. So if you could meet us somewhere, that would help. Do you know a safe spot that we can all reconvene? I think the general consensus is anywhere but here would be a safe uh, safe place to be, like outside of the gate, outside of the purple district. Um, 
What I'm gonna have to do, though, is before I even go out or try to, like, help Atticus and Eddie, I need to make sure these people can leave. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna send Rascal through one of the gates, see if it gets a reaction out of it. Um, you're sending Rascal through the gate? Yeah. Is it considered living? It's a construct, but the big point is that I'm trying to see if there's any sign of it, you know, reacting. Because it did react to it before, it just didn't attack. Mm. Yes, yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, uh, Rascal was able to get through the gate last time, wasn't he? Um, yeah, like, uh, I, I, I would allow it. I would allow it, even though it's a construct. Uh, it goes through the gate, and, uh, th- uh again, Thimrath is still outside of the gate looking at your construct. I need to know specifically what does it try to do? Just fly out and fly up above, I would say 30 feet, way out of this person's range. Bold for you to assume 30 feet is outside of his range, but yes, uh, he, it flies 30 feet up and just stares at it. So, but basically, he's just camping at the gate. Am I correct? Yep. He is uh, wait, either waiting for heads or a response. Are there two gates? Uh, yes, there are two gates. Uh, one to uh, the north that uh, goes towards... Well, I've been told that there are actually uh, eight gates. Eight gates. But you have to unlock each of them one at a time. There is uh, one to uh, the east and uh, one to the west. So it really depends which gate you send it out of. Because uh, he's, uh, he's like towards the gate on the east. I mean, he's waiting for a response. I'm going to check the opposite gate. Because if he can see what's happening, then he probably will react. But if he can't see what's going on, then he can't react. Okay. Yeah, uh, go to uh, the gate on uh, the other side of the district. And uh, strangely enough, you see him again. So. (laughs) And again, I must specify, his skin looks like a hue of blue and slightly melty. Sadly, Seer might have to not approach into the gate, but basically approach because she has never seen this person. Hmm. As you remember, she's the only one that stayed inside the building. Yep. Uh. Atticus, how much have you told us here? Uh, or how much has the party even relate this year? I think, uh, like, it was brought up, wasn't it? That uh, when your family was outside? Uh, yeah, I think I called him my cousin. So you approached Thimreth then? Which Seer might think is strange because I call him my cousin and he's an elf and I'm a human. <laughs> but yeah, I think I would approach it. But I... Do you look like a Genasi? Sadly, yeah, because I I didn't think about it just till now. So I would put the hat back on, but I wouldn't activate it right off the bat. Oh, I think he would cock his head and just go. What what are you doing in there? I haven't set, sent you in yet. Uh, why? And he's just his eyebrow is raised. Uh, explain to me what you're doing in the purple district. You should be at the tent. Sorry to rain on your parade, but. I'm not one of the clowns. I could look like one, but sadly, I am the one that helped slay some of your clowns here. Oh. Ah, the fourth member. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I'm Thimreth Exultria. You're in my town. What business do you have here? I simply wish to fix many of the issues here. There's no issues whatsoever. No, everyone's happy here. I wouldn't say so. As far as I know, yeah, in my first impressions of being here, a house was burned down to due to a maniac. People have been going blind. 
you have a bunch of people that are not afraid to murder other people. And lastly, if I were to be happy and stuff like that, I wouldn't want many raptors and a strange bug-eyed dragon named the Jabberwock coming towards my face. So if you're trying to be really nice and making it so people are happy, you're doing a really terrible job. The raptors are a great act, and I will stand no less. They make everybody happy. They were a great act. (laughs) Ooh. Uh, To be expected. They were raptors, after all. What about honey? Um, you might need to clarify. The the Jabberwock. How's honey doing? They were a good Jabberwock. That was my favorite, too. If they were, I wouldn't have sent them towards a house full of people that wish to help the city and not, you know, to their demise. Well, it was to make things a bit more interesting and uh, looking around at the district. It seems to be having such a strange effect. I wonder why. I mean, out of all of the people here, I think you know the rules of this place. Oh, you make me blush, really. In the movie, uh, or the movie series Harry Potter, uh, Slytherin guy with the Snape, right? Uh, who plays Snape? Alan Rickman. Thank you. The guy looks like Alan Rickman with uh, makeup on. Um, uh, I was picturing Sweet Tooth. <laughs> Sweet Tooth. It's hard to get the Alan Rickman vibe, but try to imagine Alan Rickman as much as possible. Looking like a clown with yellow hair, uh, white makeup, uh, a little bit of red, a little bit of blue, and a large hunker of a red uh, nose. And uh, remember, he is dressed in all yellow, wearing a cloak. You see, now you just have me thinking of Professor Snape just walking into, it's like, a potions, and then just looking to his students, reaching up to his nose. Her. Honk, honk, students. <laughs> Ronald Weasley, honk, honk. But uh, yes, yeah, sorry, I got... Would you like to smell my flower, Weasley? Okay, honk, uh... Honk. Sorry, where the hell were we? Uh, wh- what were you saying? Uh, I lost track again. I basically says he knows the rules of this place. Ah, knows the rules. Yes, but of course, I- I've tamed the beast. I know what it desires, and I know what it fears. I mean, I could definitely say it's not happy. What well, used to be purple is now turning black. Yes, I wanted to ask you about that. What the hells? Why is my district not glowing a glorious purple? Why... Is it black? Uh, What did you do? I wouldn't know, Hmm. since I was somewhere else being chased by a a maniac. However, I have a question for you. Hmm. What the hell did you send a bunch of raptors and jabberwocks at us when we were just relaxing? Yes, uh, that's quite the point. Uh, I told your companions very nicely to get out of my town. I was ignored, and I have been waiting here. For far too long, I've grown bored. So in other words, you sent in your, you know, entertainment, and you were hoping to have them entertain us instead of, well, dying. Yes, but of course. Sure. Well, I hope to inform you on this, but we cannot leave. Oh? Why is that? Well, to simply put it, if we leave, we die regardless. So we might as well accomplish the thing that will make it so that we can leave. And to leave, not only to solve this area's problems, but to make it so that people can open up the city. No, uh, not at all. No, the city gates will remain closed. Anyone who comes in will not leave. 
I am sorry. It is the way that has to be. And I thought a genasi such as yourself would understand the brilliance of this. But of course not. You're blinded. You could say that, saying that not with a joy in their voice. It just seems like, damn, they hit me in a hard spot. You, you know, your kindred are doing great things here. We're doing things for your species. And yet, you're with this common rabble? Throwing a wrench in the plans? Why? Why? Don't you see what we're moving towards? A world with Janasi? No, of course not. Do, do you even know who we're following? Do you know who's at the top? Not unless they are that much of my kindred. Oh, but they are. Have you not heard of them? Amuse me. Hmm. That's your job regardless, too, is to amuse people. So why it with riddles? No. No, it is not my job to amuse. You are to amuse me. I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, look at me, am I? And he looks around, and again, you feel another tremor, and you see, like, his left arm slacken at that. Oh, oh no. So, here's the thing. Then I can explain a bit myself in this case. Mm -hmm. My goal is pretty simple. I want harmony of races, not genocide of one or the other. However, I can't do that if people leave me cryptic messages. Especially from the last time, for apparently I might be what most people would refer as an anti-hero of our sorts. Not trying to be, I'm just trying to accomplish a goal of making a perfect cure. Harmony without genocide? Are you mad? You're, you're speaking about the extinction of your species. How do you think that your society, your kin, will live without death? Making the concept of death a different form. No longer a sign of death, but simply a rebirth. Sounds less threatening. Yes. No. A rebirth bastion. Yes. If you make or force people to death, not many people would want to do that. They enjoy their lives. But if they were to pass on naturally through actions of the watchers then i think we would be okay however when people are thrown into the lion's dens of the watchers that's not exactly the same as harmonic no union. no no you just don't get it you are being hunted you are being killed you can't sustain your population when you are hunted i am sorry you just don't get it you are blinded by your delusions and what you seek is but a fantasy. I don't think you know what I seek. And you might be right. I might be lost in a mindset. I imagine the people that I worked with before would scorn me so deeply. But I have a goal in mind. I haven't reached it yet, but I have that goal. And it pains my heart to see, and kind of like gestures, this metropolis for the people that suffer to be in a situation where if things are not resolved, the situation will get worse. Seeing this town suffer, do you even know what this town is founded on? This is a town of slavers. What better to feed into the Janasi cause than such despicable men and women? Why? And he's just like putting his hand to his face and you see like a couple digits on his slackened arm just falling off. Why? So foolish. Sometimes... The simplest reasons are the reasons for people to do the most atrocious things. 
as you see Seer with like a sad face. I wish for union, but not through this method. See him taking like deep breaths as he tries to regain his composure. And he just says, if that is what you desire, just know you are on the losing side. There's a great war coming and I plan to be sided with the victors. No family, no laws will stop me from doing so. I am going with the side that gets stronger with death. The ones that grow in numbers when enemies fall. Yes, I will secure my position. Then I hate to break this for you, because I know you try your hardest. I don't know if it's for good or for evil. Regardless, your ambitions are hard-worked, and I could just say this is that your final obstacle will probably be me. And I say final because I know for a fact that I will not be devoured into this poor realm that you live in. Make a wisdom saving throw. I'm gonna die! 16. 16? So as you speak, you see with his good arm, he points towards you, and you see like a tentacle of slime begin to raise from the ground. It is blue, and it shoots towards you as like a spear, but the moment it reaches the gate, it is like fragile snow as it crumbles apart, and you just have black sludge at your feet, at your pants, uh, maybe a little spackle on the face, but you do not flinch. You do not show any weakness at that attack. I will have your head. I will have all of your heads. You will never leave my town. And I won't take anyone's heads. I will bring this city to be better than it was before, before it was slavers, so that you and I and many others that are not like us can also be together. And if I fail yet again, I will have to sleep with that every night. Make me a dexterity save now. What did you get? 17. You stand as there is another tremor underneath your feet and you just see Thimreth's leg give out at that tremor. And you see he's just struggling to keep his form. And you see the lights across the town, the bright lights of the blue district, the green district, red, yellow, it begins to flicker at these tremors. You will not win. I will get the last laugh. The Exultrians always get the last laugh. I do not care what your name is, for... If you were a friend, I would jot it down. But since you do not want to help me, goddammit, Eddie. Nor do you... Well, your ambitions are not wrong, but since we do not see eye to eye, your name's nothing more than an echo of what once was. Let's ship the focus back to the boys. We're in the manor. It is all black. It is like you're inside the belly of a beast. You see a hallway... Well, I should describe where Meg is. You see a corridor that leads towards the ceiling, ramp-like. And through that doorway in the ceiling is a long, nearly endless hallway. Mega is getting harder to breathe, and there is a monstrosity crawling behind you. With the forms of raptors, fallen soldiers, moving it forward. And you see a at the head of the manifestation the fallen Jabberwock, and it is 
slowly crawling towards you. Wait, hold on just a second. Closes the door, looks to Atticus. All right, that's better. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. Now let's get out of here. And I guess we'll uh, start moving down the the only way we can. Yeah, you begin moving down and down and minutes go by as it feels like you've already walked through this manor's like full like length multiple times and as you go you hear like the distant whispers of a voice a singular voice as it tries to sound human no stop don't go hungry i'm so hungry and you see, like, the distance behind you, the raptors begin to dissipate into fl- uh, sludge. The soldiers, or the uh, swordsmen, and the archers do the same, and the jabberwock begins to deform, break apart like it's molt, like, uh, it, like it's molting skin of an insect. So what would you say that this creature is feeling as this happens? It is... I wouldn't even call it a feeling, but the best way to put it is desperation. Fear. Yes. You feel fear as you see this creature coming towards you. And like I was describing before, like uh, the Jabwok's body sheds its skin like it's an insect and it molts away. And you see with pain steps as it tries to chase you very, very slowly stumbling is just the figure of a man as he just keeps taking a step closer and closer just echoing in the hallway don't go i want to consume this thing you want to consume it how do you do so (laughs) i'm going to absorb the rest of its fear give yourself a point of inspiration atticus as you have i'm gonna give that to eddie because i already have one so can I give it to someone I'm pretty else? sure he also has inspiration, doesn't he? Or no, he recently uh, he used it in the last fight, I think. That's fine. You can give it to uh, Mega. Congratulations, Atticus. You figured out what it fears. Fear itself. The emotion of fear. I thought I was afraid <laughs> of gay energy. You know, being sucked off by another dude. So animate this for me. Like, how do you feed? Well, as we're kind of moving away from it, I kind of sense... It's fear, and that's when I kind of turn around and stare at it. And as it, like, as much as it can look at me, Atticus isn't doing any magic or anything, but it's just his confidence coming back, walking towards it, is kind of filling it more with that fear and his, like, opinion. And then when he just gets up to it, as it's kind of writhing up, he just kind of puts his hand on its forehead and just says, that's enough of that. No, I I want to live. I I don't want to die. I just want to help people. No, you're just like him. Just like him. I'm better than him. He begins to melt as you just hear in your ears. I just want to help people as it begins to melt and shrink as you eat away at its fear, you get more and more full. And it's rich. It is probably the most primal fear you've ever tasted. 
and as you touch it and absorb it, Seer, as you're talking to Thimreth, you just see him in shock. What did you do? What What did you do? And you just see the black ink begin to recede as there is no color, no slime. It just begins to dissipate. You see buildings crumbled that were originally formed by the slime. You see shacks that were originally built by hand are the only things that stand. And you see the manor begin to disappear. No, 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 no. If you were to reveal secrets to me, I could tell you answers, but I have no clue. Atticus, Seer, give yourself back the charisma that you lost as it recedes and becomes nothing. Probably won't make it scary to this clown dude is that they see Seer emboldened more flame. So are we allowed to say that Atticus brought sexy back? <laughs> Indeed. Uh, just to reference where you guys are at, Atticus, you see that you are just on the ground. There is no hallway, there is no ceiling, there are no walls, there is no foundation for the mansion anymore. All that's left are items that weren't made by the Mimic, as you have destroyed a part of it. Oh, I'm stuffed. Um, so, yeah, it, by the way, where, where's Aluya been this whole time? Like, did... A, a distance away from the house... Like, you can see, like, uh, with the elves in a group somewhere, like, not too far away from the manor. Dude, this is, like, way more cool in person. Eddie, something's weird. Wasn't there a slime mother and slime baby near you earlier? There was. Did did they melt out of his arms? You could say that with the receding of the ink and the slime, destroying this part of the slime has also destroyed them. Now, which was destroyed first? The mother or the baby? Oh, God! <laughs> oh, no! Um, you know, Atticus, you you did this, so uh, you get to choose. <laughs> mother dies first, then the baby. <laughs> and <laughs> I want to say, like, uh, the last things maybe... Eddie hears from them is, yeah, just an echo of his name. Eddie? 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 As it just echoes away. Hey, uh, did you, like... Eddie's just kind of, like, looking around. Where did they go? I guess it's still kind of recovering because, obviously, being surrounded by that much fear, he lost control a bit, so I think Mm -hmm. he's doing his best to keep distance from Mm -hmm. Eddie and kind of putting Juliet in between him and Eddie. And, you know, instead of Juliet guarding Atticus, it's more of guarding Eddie from Atticus. <laughs> I think I need a little bit of space right now. Uh, don't worry. I'll, like, just keep looking around. I'm sure the little dude's around here somewhere. Because, like, cause, like, you know, Street Rat will want to meet him, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I guess Eddie gives Atticus some space as, like, uh, Eddie just kind of like uh, looks around just to see if he can see any, find any trace of them. Uh, as you look around, you don't see trace of them, but you do see uh, that one graveborn that was walking around who is as she should be, dead. 
Um, but nothing more than that. No, like no signs. It is if someone power washed the mother and child from existence. Not a scrape on the floor, not a drop of blood, not a single drop of black slime in this district anymore. I'm going to see if this actually... This is more... This is more just a personal roll. Hmm. Were the actual dice? <laughs> also, am I aware that I consumed them? Like, I don't know if I yeah. would have the yeah. mental... <laughs> yeah, you, you're, you're very aware. You ate all of it. Everything. In fact, if I could incorporate sins into this game, like gluttony, I would sure as hell give you the title of gluttony. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, given my race, I think I was born... Or... Born a glutton? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of a... It's our thing, we eat. <laughs> Alright, I think Eddie, as he's just kind of like... And I, maybe this is part of it, uh, mm-hmm. but like... Uh, uh, but like, you know, it goes back over to like... Uh, like a, the graveborn body, uh, mm-hmm. and just like uh, like basically first making sure that it's like you know like maybe just like slid right back in, uh, <laughs> uh, like making sure that there's actually really nothing going on in there. Yep, you examine the body. You don't even need to check. This is a corpse, and you know you you you've seen this uh, graveborn. It was talking to Seer. Like at a few points, it, this is this was risen, but since everything that occurred, it seems like it's no longer with us anymore. So uh, not there, and just like uh, Eddie just keeps looking around, and based on my on my personal role, this happens a bit quicker than I would expect. But just like as he's just like uh, walking, walking, just like uh, just like gets this sinking feeling. And then just kind of like stops in his tracks. You see Eddie has a protective shroud around you. Kind of like a blanket. They're, they're, they're gone, aren't they? See, the eyes shift like throughout the mist. Just like taking like a full look at you. So I, I do have to ask uh, also for reference sake because of everything that just happened. Yeah, a lot of things happened. <laughs> but do Eddie and Aluya still like have like a uh, heightened emotional sensitivity or um ye- no, actually. No. With, with uh what recently happened, that would also not be uh, applicable any longer. Thank you for reminding me. Because it seems like yeah, it seems like the stem of the issue has been resolved a lot quicker than Gray thought it would be. All right, then this would be uh then it would be more of like a Eddie-ish. It's like a... So then, like, Street Rat doesn't know. And you kind of get the feeling. It Again, I know you've had, like, uh, conversations with Eddie, but you get the feeling, the concept, as a response to that. He is alone, and it kind of sparks the visual of... Maybe unintentionally sparks the visual in you. A street Rat alone in darkness... Without his love, without his child. And you see, like, perhaps Eddie, your Echo Knight, not exactly step back, but seems more concerned as it doesn't know what it just did. He's alone. And <laughs> I'm trying to figure out my best way of uh, putting this. It tries to rescind that, to take it back. Just going, no, no, no. He, so many left is gone, and now he's 
alone. Just you feel, think. Eddie forms in front of you as your reflection as he more vigorously like shakes his head. No, no, no. So what? what's he gonna do? He, who else can he, he doesn't have anyone else. He's alone. He's by himself. He's, will he ever love again? Even that thought, like it's up to you, Mega, how you feel about it. But that revelation sinks really deep with you. As you maybe remember child saying happy birthday eddie i will see i will see what a wisdom save looks like <laughs> 11 uh yeah it's like uh it's like uh, i think like uh eddie kind of uh holds his head in like on one side uh holds his head with uh with one of his hands like struggling and just kind of like looks into smoky eddie's eyes I felt this before, haven't I? Eddie is hesitant. It, its eyes dart around as it tries to think of a solution. Then, eventually, you look into the shadow of yourself as it focuses its eyes deep in you. And as you feel that emotion, ask that question. It, 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 it feels like you're forgetting something again but no no you know this there's something deeper and it looks like eddie is eddie your echo knight is a bit taken aback like as you ask that question it's ori trying something but it it, it's struggling what does eddie you mega the player do do you keep going deeper do you keep delving into this thought this memory this feeling i will roll one more wisdom save and i'll let that decide yeah yeah you can Ooh, eight <laughs> yeah just like eddie it's like uh i feel like he's like uh starts as he like tries to it just starts to hurt more and more and he's honestly kind of not even really used to pain so like he he's kind of like almost like uh rejecting it a bit and like uh it's like the fight as it were we're just like uh slowly boiling down and he stops like it no it it it, it like hurts it make, make make it make it stop and you see eddie's hand the black shadowy hand just creep closer and closer until its digit touches your brow and you see its eyes begin to glow like stars. Since you asked, make it stop. Mega, Eddie, may describe the process, and I will tell you what happens. Just, uh, yeah, just as he, like, uh, like, uh, touches his, uh, brows, you said, uh, Eddie's eyes kind of, like, uh, like, well, well, Eddie's whole body kind of, like, stiffens a bit, and his eyes kind of, like, uh, gloss over a bit, and even to as like a certain degree, like uh, different, uh, like uh, like his, like his ears, his mouth, his nostrils just start exuding a smoke, almost as if like uh, almost as if like evaporating from his head. Okay, let me tell you what happened today, Eddie. What happened today at the start of the day? You met Street Rat in the Purple District. 
You don't know why you'd meet him in the Purple District. There's no mansion there. You met him there, and you asked, since he's your bud, sell a little product for you. You know, help him get, get him on his feet. You care about him. You know he's always had trouble finding love. But you know that the only love he really needs is the love of friendship. You know, comfort your bud. Hang out with him. Chill with him. Bad streak aside, he's selling produce for you today. Now, towards the events that occurred, you remember, oh, you're trapped in the Purple District. You got nowhere to crawl, nowhere to hide. You've had to fight a Jabberwock in the open, raptors in the open, and uh, a small force of elves. It's strange. You... No, 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 no. Like, it's not strange. It's just there's a few select elves that don't appear in that memory. Once the battle's done, you've seen that you made an offer with the elves to give them employment, as a good man should do. Good old Seer went to talk to Themareth. And Atticus? Atticus is just being Atticus. He's being weird. For some reason, he's acting like he had a big buffet, but you know, like, a little strange that there's not a lot of food here, but bygones be bygones. Atticus is always going to be a little strange. No manner, no wife, no babies. You've never held one before. Any other questions about your day for consistency's sake? It's, uh, it's like, a, no, I think just in that moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, after Eddie's mind clears a bit, looks around. Man, someone should really clean up this district. It's really messy. Yeah, a couple corpses here and there. Yeah, you always thought the purple district was weird. Like, you know, it seems like there should be houses where there should be houses, but it, there's just weird gaps here and there. Why would they even call this a noble district? There's no manners. Not even a castle. They must be really poor nobles. Eddie's thinking to himself as he's just like looking about and like maybe seeing uh, uh, Juliet and Atticus just like, nah, I shouldn't, I shouldn't bug him while he's full. <laughs> and then just like, I guess like wanders over to uh, Seer and or Aluya. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Atticus, any finishing thoughts? I think Atticus is concerned about how he just lost control mm. and um, he might try to make himself uh, avoid the others until he can regain his like standing. Mm. And again, I would say that you are probably the only person in this party that truly witnessed that because I feel as though the elves and Luya, their attention may have been towards uh, Thimreth. Not with Sierra, but looking towards that direction as you guys were going about. I don't know, I feel like that was a pretty powerful note to end on. This has been House Common Blood. The intro and outro music by Savik. Oh my dog. Any music and sound effects used in the episode are royalty-free. Credits can be found in the episode description. Please review us on whatever podcast listening app you happen to be using. And if you like us, tell other people. Word of mouth is the best way for us to grow. Thank you for joining us. I hope to see you soon.